This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real with you for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. Nobody is going to push you out of bed to work out. Nobody is going to make you eat better. But here's the thing. Nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. Two and a half million people, each doing the Beachbody program that fits our own goals. Over 80 to choose from, some that take just 20 minutes a day. Nutrition plans that teach you how to eat healthy and still enjoy food. What we all have in common is we know it's not easy, so we help each other. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. That's why I'm inviting you to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really going to have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Friday Night Live of That Mill Podcast. Hope you're doing well today. Joining me as always, we've got Mickey Simpson, Mr. X on the boards. Hello, mate. Hey, evening, fella. How you doing? You all right? Right microphone and everything else is working tonight. So uh, we're getting in there. So, yeah. I- I love your reaction every time I say X-Fan on the board. You have a little smirk to yourself every time I say it. So it's quite funny. At least you appreciate that one. There we go. Look, 
Just for you, look. I dug oh, it out. I, I dug it out the other day, oh, see, look. I did, yeah. Mr. Mickey Simpson. <laughs> if anyone didn't know, he was Mill yeah. fan on the boards. So, there we go, uh, and then um, I'm sure Neil's got some flexing he can do with his journalist career, but we'll leave that for another time. Hello, Neil. How are you, mate? You're right. Yeah, good evening. Good evening, everybody. Hope you've all had a good week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, number 15 weekend. in the best sports journalists in, in the country the last time there was a poll. We're also joined by a special guest today, uh, and that is Mill Fan TV, Mr. Kai Bennett. How are you doing, Kai? You're right. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming along, mate. Evening to the chat. Anyone in here, be sure to say hello. Barry, hope you're doing well, mate. Um, thanks for the comment on the intros as well. I think that's Mickey's magic there. So um, Mickey's gone to town on that one to work it out and sort that out. Uh, and then also Darren Swan. If you're in here now, guys, there's a few of you, it says in the top left corner. So be sure to say hello. Keith Balter, how you doing? Hope you're doing well, mate. But yeah, obviously today we're going to preview and also review in that sense, but review the game from Monday against Stoke when we all picked up another win to complete a decent Easter weekend at the time obviously six points out of six for Millwall and then obviously this week- weekend coming into the game at 12.30 against Swansea City. Kai we're going to come straight to you mate what did you make of the bank holiday weekend what did you make of Monday's game more particularly because we discussed that uh, Friday's game previously but what did you make of it as a whole and obviously the win at Stoke on Monday? Uh, a really good win actually um, I thought first half we we were pretty I thought we were off the pace Um I think, you know, the the same old comments every time, you know, my, uh, we were missing that midfielder in the middle. Um, you know, Jeb Wallace uh, was planning behind Mason Bennett and Kenza Hoare. And I think we were just missing that that person to sit in front of the defence. Um, but we brought on uh, Keithton Bell at half time, And I thought he, he did he did very little wrong at all, if anything, really. I thought he was really, I had a really good game. Um, yeah, it was a fantastic, well, you know, Jeb Wallace was so unselfish there to, to square it to Mason Bennett. And it, it wrapped off a, a good, good Easter for Millwall. Definitely. I mean, Mason Bennett, I think he's, you know, found a rich vein of form, hasn't he, recently? So it helps us, you know, he's scoring goals. And I think in the week, I saw a few articles that came out, obviously, as we normally do. But Neil, I mean, I'll, I'll say hello to the chat, actually, before we do so, because there's a few more latecomers. So evening's Alan. Hope you're doing well. Evening, Kevin. Evening, Joe. Dave Taylor. Um, and also evening to Oliver in the chat. I'll come to your question in a moment. But yeah, I mean, Neil, I, as for the strike partnership that we've got at the moment, Mason Bennett, and Jed Wallace, I mean, I saw an article on news at the end the other day where Gary Rowett was talking about, you know, he's going to reconsider his, you know, maybe his thoughts for the window uh, coming up in the summer purely because of the form of the two up top. I mean, firstly, what's your thoughts on that? But also, you know, the win on Monday and how you feel in general about our form recently? Yeah, well, not even I can really complain about the form of recent weeks, can I? Yeah, well, not even me and Mickey can argue on that. It's been back in top knock since Christmas. Been absolutely superb. I thought first half Stoke was pretty shit, wasn't it? Pretty forgettable. Second half, we deserve to win the game. Up top, I quite like Bennett and uh, and Jed Wallace, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah, but it gives us something a little bit different. And I'd rather have them up there than that lazy bastard Sahor playing, to be quite frank, who is absolutely fucking bang average. And uh, if we get him back next year, it'll be the biggest mistake we made. Uh, and the second biggest mistake, I, I think, will be abandoning plans to get in a goal scorer this year. Uh, the lack of a goal scorer has absolutely fucking murdered us uh, this season. Uh, drawn far too many games. If we'd have had a goal scorer and turned a few of those uh, draws into wins, 
and a few of those defeats into draws, we'd have we'd have definitely been up with Brentford and Swansea. No two ways about it. Absolutely, mate. I think you know you look at the the stats and they don't lie in this sense really you know 14 wins 16 draws and that's by a clear country mile the most in the league I think after that you've got 13 a couple of teams on 13 Brentford's obviously Brentford have had their own troubles recently um there seems to be drawing as many games as us but you know I think you're right there Neil but it will be interesting what he does in the summer window Mickey obviously what's your thoughts on Monday's win and obviously you know that for the, the strike partnership and what Neil said there about strikers I mean same to the chat Anyone comment below your thoughts? Obviously, what would you do? Would you be looking for a new striker? Are you happy with the formation we're playing? And also, you know, what would you be looking to do in the summer if you'd draw it? Go on, Mickey. Um, I think, look, it is what it is, mate. We are what we are. Um, you know, I think Sahor is what it is. Um, I think, you know, realistically, he ain't played loads. Um, he come back injured and then, he, you know, he was off for a while. He's coming back, slowly find himself. He's definitely, he's definitely valuable to us. He don't like running back. Yeah, I understand that, but he's definitely there. And I think the strike, the new strike pairing, um, is is working. Um, they're starting to to cause problems. They're starting to have a go. And you know, the longer they play together, potentially they they might well gel together, and, and we could end up um, mm. getting a, a good few goals from both. But again, it's early days. But you can see what Gary's trying to do. Um, but I do think we need to have a, a proven goal scorer in. But like I said before, are we going to spend the money on that one? I don't know. It's funny, right? Because, and this is a criticism I've had, and then I've kind of got used to it because obviously the form's improved a lot recently and you can't have any reason to argue about it whatsoever. But I'm talking about the games, you know, where we're drawing against the likes of Wickham, Luton, you know, and we're losing to Barnsley. I mean, albeit Barnsley are quite, they've kicked up their form recently. But since we've gone to this formation, um, I'll come to you, kind this one of 5 3 2, because it's two strikers up top. And then obviously you've got three midfielders, five defenders. We've only lost three games. Like, you know, and that's since the Nottingham Forest game where we lost 3 1. I think it was when Thompson got the consolation right at the death. And you, you, can, you, you can't moan about that. I think we're fourth in the film table since that point in the season as well. It's, yeah, we're not scoring goals, but we found a way to just go into these games and win them, haven't we? I mean, and you know, that formation, albeit we criticise it and it might feel different if we was in the games and actually there in person, it's not going away, is it, if it's doing that kind of returns? You've got to say that. No, definitely. I agree. Um, I think since we've gone to a 5 3 2, we've just looked so much more like ourselves. You know, we in sort of over Christmas and New Year, we were starting to concede goals at, you know, just a bit more than we were uh, with Gary Rowe with before when Gary Rowe was in charge. So, Bringing that into a midfield three, which just I think just uh, tightened up our our defence as well as you know gave us a bit more creativity going forward. It gives uh, Woods a bit more uh, license to to sit in and 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 pass balls out wide and, and let the other two Billy Mitchell, who's been brilliant since he's come in, and, and George Evans sort of on forward a bit more. And Woods has been able to be a bit more creative. Like for example, that that uh, that ball over the top from um, in the Preston game to which Bennett you know wins the ball first. Um, that he, I don't, I don't believe he would have been able to do that had we been in a five-two-three. I also think Jed and Bennett complement each other so well. Um, Bennett, you know, he'll battle. And I saw a quote the other day from Raul. He, he said that Bennett's like a battering ram, and, and Jed will run off him and, and, and look for look for three balls. So I, I think, yeah, since we've gone to this five-three-two, it's it's been um, been much much better and much more like our our old self. I think, yeah, I mean, that's it. Like, you can't knock it. And it's what's impressive. You mentioned Billy Mitchell there. You know, he's come in and I think he's completed three 90-minute games and we won all three of them. So, you know, I wrapped him up in the pre-season, Mickey. And he said, like, you know, Billy Mitchell's going to be the man that's going to come in and maybe cause some shocks. 
He was injured for a long time this season, but he's come in, mate, and he's he's hit the ground running, hasn't he? And you can see he's got a real bit of class about him. He wants passion, doesn't he? He's a, he's a mill boy who's, who's, who don't want to give up his, his position. He wants to sit there and say, it's mine. Um, and if you want it, you've got to be better than me. And and that is what you want in a player. You want a player who's hungry to be on that field and, and doesn't want to sit on the sit on the bench and be a bench warmer and earn his money that way. He wants to be out there um, fighting as hard as he can. And the fact that he's, you know, he's a Millwall fan, he's a Millwall family, can't do him any harm. You know what I mean? It, it, you just, I don't know, it's got to be something else for a lad to be a massive Millwall fan and then start playing and actually start gaining some form. Um, I mean, we'll come back to what's his name question a bit later on, but, you know, that Oliver Smiley, is it Smiley or Smilly? Um, he's right there, you know what I mean? We can't moan. We've had five key players out for months, yet we're ninth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, if we had a proven, yes, if we had a proven goal scorer or someone, you know, a couple of goal scorers who could do 20 goals a season, then, yeah, we'd be, you know, we'd be up even higher. But, you know, if my nan had Will, she'd be a fucking bike, wouldn't she? So, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. I was going to come to Neil, actually, on the question, because it's a bit deviating. But, you know, I think Oliver wants us to answer this question and it was in the chat. So, you know, if anyone's got any questions, we will bring it up in here. Uh, Neil. He's saying here we will not be selling Jed or Cooper. If you can get 15 million for the pair, would you sell to improve the team? Something we've discussed, I think, in previous shows before. So, Oliver, by all means, listen to it. But we'll just gloss over this quite quickly now. Would you sell the pair of them to reinvest in the squad? Or I feel like at this point, I thought in the past I'd sell them. But I think they're two players that I'd find impossible to replace for us at this level at the minute. It's it's a difficult one. Yeah, but we've said quite a lot of times that Millwall have hung on to players for too long in the past. And I think the only way that you get ahead in this league is, is, yeah, there's two ways. You either speculate to accumulate or you plough a load of money in. And uh, I think speculation to accumulation, I probably would sell them, to be honest. If we could get 15, 20 million for... Yeah, for those two players, I don't think we will because of the way the market is now. I think 18 months ago, we would have done. We'd have probably got 20, 25 million for them. But uh, it would allow us a lot more. It would allow us a lot more leeway to bring players in. But they are really key players. So you'd have to be really sure of what you were doing. I think it would be a gamble. But but would it mean you could bring better quality of players in? I don't know. Well, that's it, though. You look at the league table. It's a very good got... question. It's a very good question. This is it. Because like, the problem question. for me is this opens a question where we can debate for hours because the question is not would I sell them. The question is I'd worry about is who we replace them with. And with this new recruitment team that's headed up by our new director of football, I would worry personally what his line of attack would be. And then are we investing in the manager to then give his char- play, get his players in? So it's, it's, it's a big, it opens a big wheelbarrow of, of questions now, who, I feel like. Who would you buy, though? Would you? I mean, because the problem is you're likely to sell two of those players, and would you make that investment in one proven striker, or would you invest it knowing Millwall they'd probably use that money to invest on four or five players? Well, Mickey, this is it though. So, like, if you look at the league table, for example, right, and this is the problem with the championship: Norwich City parachute payments, Watford parachute payments, Brentford speculates accumulate sell their players for 30 60 million this they made 60 million in two players in, in the summer just gone swansea parachute payments obviously only just came out of the premier league a couple of seasons ago barnsley new coach come in give them a kick up the arse and they've just kind of ran away with it 
And then you go further down, Bournemouth, parachute payments, Cardiff, parachute payments. You know, even Middlesbrough probably still getting some parachute payments because they're in the Premier League two or three years ago. So, like, there's a lot of money in the league for us that we can't compete with, which is why I feel like I'm well impressed with Millwall to be ninth place in the league table at the moment and potentially staring at two top 10 finishes back to back. You know, like, for that, you've got to put a pat on the shoulder for Gary Rowett for that and also the whole club, really. But I'll read some more comments in here because obviously we've kind of deviated a little bit. Um, Barry's mentioned in the playoffs, it's the hope that kills him. We'll come on to that in a moment, obviously, when we're previewing the game tomorrow. Um, even to Josh, even from your car. I've, I know I spoke to you earlier, mate, and I know Robert Hyde's fucks because of Blackwall Tunnel, mate. So apologies for you there, mate, and hopefully you get uh, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes perfect sense now because yeah. the tunnel, around my way, the tunnel's knackered. So yeah. around my way, there's loads of traffic here, and I wondered why. So Any deviation because of Blackwall Tunnel, yeah. Basically, Blackwall Tunnel's sodded, so everything else is sodded. So um, nice little comment here for you, Kai, from Joe Zampa. You're the little <laughs> mill guru, mate. So um, we'll be testing your knowledge a bit more in a bit. Don't worry about that. Uh, a few more interesting comments. I mean, even to Gary, uh, Gavin, sorry, I always wait for Gav to come in for this point, and that's the what we're drinking today, chat. So um, I'm on the Tisky. Come on, boys, you got anything? I think I'm Kyle probably be on the fruit shoot, maybe. But on the Capri Suns, isn't he? So, so let's go to the chat. What are you on today? I'm on the Tiskies. I mean, gym's open Monday, so I've allowed myself a few days off before I go back on the health kick. So, you know, watch your space for that one. But you know, it's 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 uh, that's my question today. Uh, look, on, there's a there's another question. Where are we? Um, where Dave Taylor said, um, he put it over two, but we'll put that one up there. Um, his other question is obviously, his second part to that is in this league, but who's a proven goal scorer or a proven attacker in this league? Well, Mickey, this is the question, and this is why I always feel a bit worried to sell your best players, right? Because you look at our squads and you see the strengths of it, you see the weaknesses, but our strengths ain't the way we play. Our strengths are our players, you can't take Wallace out and replace him with someone else and still have the same output. The problem, We get the output because Wallace is contributing it. It's not because we're playing an attacking style and then you can have me up front and I can score goals like Jed yeah. Wallace does. It's because Jed Wallace is there, we're scoring the goals. And I'd be worried then if we sold him, who would step into that void? Who would you get in? You're, you're talking about players. You're not talking about the way the team plays. It's mm. more so we rely on these players so much. And that's the problem I feel like we need to try and get away from. But, you know... I think um, Gavin's on the Edringer. Obviously, everyone else, get your comments in. What are you drinking? Come on, let's um, let's be honest. It's Friday night. It's still kind of the feel-good factors around. Pubs are opening soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can say something, Mickey, I feel like. I oh, know it's only where I've just seen a, a thing there. Obviously, Josh is one of your pals. Why does he call you Gino? Um, all right, Gino. Good question. Don't know. I'm sure Josh can come on. As you're not going to tell us, Josh, can you tell us why you're calling Gino, please? I don't get it. I don't get what the the joke is. I don't think he's calling me Gino. He might be calling someone else Gino in the the call. You never know. But um, uh, and in the old fashioned heads tonight from Mick M. I was going to mention Reading are losing 2 0, ain't they? So. Yeah, yeah, 2 0. Who's losing? Reading are losing 2 0 and currently occupies sixth place in the league. So. Could be interesting if we win tomorrow, lads. Uh, Black stuff Guinness from no. Adam Smith. Yeah, no, the, yeah, no. Well, that's get off this playoff thing. Yeah, there's too many games. There's too many points for us to make up. Yeah, well, let's get a bit real. Yeah. So what, but, what's going to be? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just before you say it, what will be the forfeit then, Neil? If we do reach playoffs. <laughs> Straight down the blue. 
listen, listen, don't, listen, I don't, I don't think, think, the, think the world is ready for that. I, I do think, not think the world is ready think, for that. I don't think that we're on for playoffs, but on that same level, I don't think you can ever, ever say never with the way this league is at the minute. And I But can. if you're that confident... I know something about football to take... Yeah, with the take yeah, with the take the words of another fan channel, I know something about football. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we ain't gonna and, make it. And the, mere, yeah, and, the, and the mere fact that you uttered those words, I want the forfeit now. What what is the forfeit? <laughs> you know what? Like, I, I I think also we shouldn't forget the players. They're there that, as an incentive for the players to keep playing. Yeah. I think it's gone, realistically. It was gone yeah, yeah, of course nine, but... ten games ago. Everyone knows this, right? However, but... with your form against the form we're in, and then we're playing the likes of Swansea, Brentford, Bournemouth and Watford, who are all above us in the next four games, it's a nice incentive for the players to have where you can go, look, you fucked up before in the season against the likes of Wickham. You lost points. You know, you, you cost the chance of an outside chance already. However, if we win the next four games... Where are we going to be? We'll probably be three or four points off the playoffs. We're not going to win the next four games, by the way. And I don't for one second think we will win the next four games. But if we did. But what happens if, if we, we did? did? If we did. Kai, come on. Mickey, the forfeit. Kai. Yeah, Kai the forfeit will positive. be. Kai, go on, yeah, Leo. when we go to a curry house, I will eat chips with my curry. No, that's not a forfeit. That's, that's <laughs> not a forfeit. Anyway. I'll <laughs> eat fucking chips anyway. Come on, <laughs> eat chips anyway. But nice diversion. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, those of you in the chat, if you want to think of a forfeit suitable for nil, if we do go into the playoffs, then uh, add your comments. Anyway, let me stick it back yeah, on to football. Yeah, it's quite safe. Yeah, but it's quite safe, so let's not worry about it, yeah? I'm I'm labelled quite positive amongst my friends, and also these two call me quite positive for Millwall fan. But if there's someone I know that's more positive than me about Millwall, it's Mr Kai beneath me here on the on the video chat. Kai, come on, tell me we're going to make the playoffs. Tell me how we're going to do it and then how it's, going to, how it's going to feel when we win at Wembley in May. Come on, talk to me. Oh, do you know what, honestly? <laughs> <laughs> no, see, no, honestly, do you know what? While, while the points are... While, while you can still make the points up and while, while, while it's still mathematically possible, there's always a chance. You know, I think, you know, Millwall, we always know that there's always a chance. There's, there's always a chance. But it, it does seem quite a long way off. But I think while, as I said, while there's, while there's still a chance, we... We can still dream, and we need. It's a good. It's something. It's a good incentive for the players to keep on, keep on going. Because you know, towards the end of the season, it can get a bit. If you're mid-table, it can get a bit boring, can't it? It's playing for nothing. It's it's good to have something to play for. And we're Reading losing two 0 You know, we win tomorrow, and it could it could open it back up again. I'm not saying we're going to make them, but you know, you got to keep going until until you can't possibly make them anymore. So this is it, though, isn't it? So Neil and I feel like I'm eating a bit of humble pie here. Where I was saying six, seven games ago, play the youth. Fuck it, the season's done. Now. It's not the hope's not there, but it is a little bit there. It's nice to have something to play for because we've gone into these games competitive, gone in to win them, and you know the form's there. The, like Neil, you can't. I'm not saying we're going to make the playoffs, but if we got 18 points from our next six games and finish on 76 points, I think 76 points might just make the playoffs. Might make a six foot. You never know. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. No. We are not going to make the playoffs. Let's get real. Yeah. Let's get absolutely real. Oh, fucking hell. Well, in a Gavin, hang on. Look at this one. Just have a shower over. <laughs> <laughs> the fattest shower over ever. <laughs> and, kiss o- and kiss Omar. <laughs> Not that one. Oh, oh God. No, I think there's a <laughs> yeah, forfeit for you. 
If 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 we make, I playoffs, haven't even got a Tinder profile. Exactly. This I is what we're going to say. If you if you get playoffs, me and Omar will make you a Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, there's a thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're considering that you can't spell. Oh, I'll do the writing. Yeah, well, Omar will want to get his own back for plenty of things. <laughs> I mean, there's a few comments that come to mind to get my mind back, but, you know, it's all right. We've got, <laughs> exactly. we got some nice puns. We've got, exactly. nice, we got some nice puns we can use for you, mate. Don't worry. We, I reckon we could get you Horny some... football. Uh, yeah, because I reckon we can get you a first date if we achieve that. Then it's a it's a prove it's oh, a good outcome. Um, someone called Susan. I love this positivity from OFC eight and eighty five. It's definitely not over with the form of teams above us and lots of teams above us playing each other. This is it's it, true. Right? It, it is true. It's not think, over until it's over. I, I mean, think, what is it? Last the teams season? above us aren't in great form, are they? Let's face exactly. it. Swansea tomorrow. Brentford are choking ten games early. Yeah, Bournemouth. Don't seem to want it, but the problem is, we, it's just if there were two or three points between us and sixth mm-hmm. place, I'd go along with you. But what is it, six points, something like that? It's eight. That's points, two games with much six six left to play. That's it. At this point of the season, this is the problem. There's not enough games to make the, sp- the, the games up. If there was eight games to go and it was eight points, then I'd say, oh, you never know. It's just the fact that I reckon 74 points might get you the playoffs, might get you that sixth position. And then you look at the teams that are closer to that than us, I think Reading might win three games more. Do you know what I mean? Like, So this is it. Like, You look at the form of it and it's probably not possible, but it's nice to have a little bit of false hope. I mean, even to Charlie, I saw you comment there. How you doing, mate? Hope you're well. Um, so nice little forfeits there, you know. I, 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 you never know if 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 we do make the playoffs. I'd, yeah, I'd can love I to ask see Dave Taylor something, please? Yeah, gone. Can you have a photo? Yeah, what's she like, Dave? Yeah, can <laughs> you have a photo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, well, Alan, yeah, well, yeah, I think Alan Smith said I could have his wife a few weeks ago. Yeah, no, we haven't probably... seen the photographic evidence yet. Of yeah. what yeah, she's team, like. Uh... Come on, boys. The only team Charlie sees us beating is Watford. I think he means not beating is Watford because of the form. And he says fancy us beating against the rest. Because I feel like the form of Watford, they're the form team in the league at the moment and have been since the third of the year. Um, Bournemouth have a game in hand against Huddersfield. Yeah, they do. This is it. I think if 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 we had 63, 64 points at the moment, and like Neil said, we was in touch and distance, then I would be a bit more hopeful going into this game. But yeah, I think I'm going to deviate the conversation and uh, I'm going to ask everyone in the chat to let us know your player of the year. Who are you going to vote for in the player of the year that's come out from the club this year? Um, we're going to discuss our, our selection of players and who we think will make the uh, you know the top three. I feel like for me, if it was for my vote personally, I'm probably going to go for Scott Malone just to be different. But my top three would be made of Scott Malone, Bill Kowski and Eva. If it was Leonard, Leonard, then I would consider putting Leonard in if he was still fit, but he's not. So I'm probably going to go with, I'm going to go Jed Wallace because I think Wallace has turned it on recently for me. And unless that's my top three. Kai, if you was, who's your number one vote for player of the season? And who would be your top three on your shortlist if you were to predict the it's order? Not, it's not the full team though, is it? There's not every player in there. It's only, I don't know what criteria the club use now, but there's only certain ones in there. Yeah, well, players that are, I guess, in the squad at the moment, ain't they, I guess, or playing as frequently as possible. But, Kai, go on. Who's your top three and who's your number one vote? Funny enough, I was talking about this earlier. I was, um, I think number three would have to be probably Scott Malone. I think he's been, been brilliant this year. Um, but, but ahead of him, just only just ahead of him, it has to be Bart in second. And 
for me, it, it's a bit of a different one. Um, but my, my player of the season would be would have to be Sean Hutchinson. Um, I think he's been so reliable. Obviously, really disappointing to see him out at the moment, and we don't know how long he's going to be out for. But um, I, I think he's been so reliable this year. Hasn't missed a minute up until now, and and he's a reason that that we picked up our form and in his captaincy at the well captaincy while Pierce is out is 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 second to none. He's, he's brilliant. I love it. I mean, we've both gone for a defender to win the player of the year. And I feel like we're going to get a common theme with Mickey and Neil when we go for their selections. And the chat is backing up Bart Bielkowski to win it, to be the first goalkeeper since... Uh, he actually, no goalkeeper has ever won the player. We've done the stat earlier. Go on, Neil. I'm going to ask you your top three and you're going to give us some stats about player of the year and who's won what and who's done it. Who's also won it twice in a row in the past? Or, or Neil, uh, should we ask the chat? Who Chat? Who's won the player of the year twice in a row? Yeah, no, like you can Google it and find out. Do not cheat. Jesus. Do not cheat. Do not cheat. We'll let you know in right. 10 minutes. Uh, my player of the year will be uh, Scott Malone. Second, I... Uh, uh, Bart, I think he's been absolutely outstanding. And third, I'm going to be controversial. I'm going to go for Ryan Leonard, even though he hasn't played for a while. I thought he was absolutely fucking magnificent. Yeah, he's not in there. He's not in the top. He's not in that list anyway, so you wouldn't be able to vote for him. Yeah, but they're a bunch of cunts. So, yeah, number one and two, I think, are sorted. And then it's free from about anybody. (laughs) See, part of me, every every year these votes come out, right? Every year, I think... You know what? It, it, you should just really have a laugh of it and just vote for a protest. You know, just vote for someone just for just for a laugh, really. But um, vote know, for Bart. Is Bart even on the list, Mickey? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I saw it earlier. Yeah, he is. So Ryan Leonard is not on the list, but Bud Farson is. Is that what you're trying to tell me right now, mate? Oh, no, Ryan Leonard, Leonard. Sorry, Ryan okay, Leonard right. On okay. the list. I was about to say. List. I was going to be like Leonard's played at least half the season, so he should be fitting the criteria. Yeah, to be can on the we list. start a campaign? John Daddy Bavardson to win Player of the Year. <laughs> yeah, we're not to start a campaign. That has to be. Has to be. Has to be. Daddy, it has to be right. Um, Daddy, Romeo, and Troy Parrot. Frank no, Fielding. Troy Parrot's not on there. Frank Fielding. Frank Fielding. Yeah, Frank Fielding. Yeah. So yeah. third place, Frank Fielding. Second place, um, Daddy. First place, Romeo. So, what's your top three, Mickey? I don't know if you, I don't know if you said this. Bart, says, Bart, I would do Bart first. Yeah. Um, I'd probably do Malone second, Cooper purely Cooper, just because of the sheer fucking determination and lion heart spirit he's had this season. Playing with a dislocated shoulder um, and popping it twice, um, I would seriously. That would be my third place. Um, and yeah, definitely, definitely Bart to. It, it will be close between Bart and and, and um, Scott Malone, but I would probably go Bart. I'll come to the chat in a minute because there's some great shouts in there. Go on, Neil. <laughs> Mick, you know who we left out of our top three? Ryan Woods, our favourite mate. Ryan That's Woods, it. Ryan Woods. Has to be in second yeah. place instead of fielding behind yeah, yeah. the Vardson. So yeah, but yeah, we forgot so, about the ginger. So ninja, Romeo, didn't we? There, Romeo Woods, and then. Um, and then Daddy. So Romeo Woods, Daddy. That, that's the three. I think Romeo's had an all right season, to be fair, but I wouldn't consider him in my top three. I know you're taking a piss there anyway, but... Yeah, he's not in inter- my top three. Either, it's please. interesting, though, because aside from Neil mentioning Ryan Leonard, who's a midfielder, and then I've only got the one attacker in Jed Wallace. This season's not been one for the attackers. I know that. 
But this just shows. And like, if you look through the catalogue of previous player seasons, uh, I think we had a couple of guesses in there, I think, for who won it back to back. But I think um, I saw Joe mention Tony Warner. He hasn't actually won it back to back. But the winner of that one, who won it no, back to back, I'll give you a clue. Come on, I'll keep it going a little bit longer. It was the early 2000s, from 2000 to 2010. In that era, someone won it back to back. That's one clue. We'll give you another clue in a minute. It's no one cheat, but um, who's won it back to back? Somebody also won it in the 70s back to back as well. Yeah. Ba- Barry dead. mentioned uh, Teddy. Um, nope. Teddy didn't win it back to back. And also, Jimmy nope. Abdu didn't win it twice either. So, no, Jimmy nope. Abdu is not one of them. But yeah, people shouts for play of the season. So, um, we've got Bart all day here from Dave Taylor. Gavin's top three was Bart, Malone, and Jeds. I imagine in that order. Could be wrong. Um, MFC 1885 voted for Hutch, but could be could have been Malone or Leonard's. Uh, Bart, no arguments from Barry. Josh went with Troy Parrott. That's purely because I know Josh has um, <laughs> got a, a soft spot for uh, Spurs. So, uh, it's all right. strikers cool. who can't score. No, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe's top three. He's got Malone, Hutchinson, and Jed Wallace. I think um, we don't. Uh, Leonard Hutch and Cooper not far behind in Gavin's shortlist. Mick M's gone for Bart, Malone, Coops. Malone, Hutchison and Bart from Darren Swan. And then we've got the joke. It's a recurring theme here, isn't it? I think there's four or five players that can possibly win it. Yeah, there are four or five players that can possibly win it. And I think it's, you know, just what you like really, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, a lot of people are saying about Hutch being, you know, in there is a good shout. I think Hutch is a reliable head, isn't he? You can't knock him for it. But I just feel like I'm impressed with Malone because Malone's come in when I weren't sure what to expect from him this season, to be honest. And then he's come in and made that left back position his own, really. And that's why Murray Wallace can't get in at left wing back anymore. I know he's not a natural left wing back anyway, but Malone's form has been so impressive. And, you know, I think he's just gone from strength to strength for that. Um, are we any answers yet come through? Yeah, here we One. go. We've got the right answer from Richard Lacey, the Peckham Beckham. Yeah, yep. it was Darren Wards. And it was a 2002-2003 and 2003-2004, Neil? Or was it? No, it was 2003-2004, 2004-2005. So the year we, won, the year we um, got to the FA Cup final and the year we got to the UEFA, uh, what qualifying stage, that Darren Wards won it twice in a row. So, Richard, can you get who the other player was then from the seventies who won it twice as well? See if you can see if you can get it and win a prize. Surprisingly, Neil Harris's name's cropped up a couple of times, right? But uh, he only ever won, won the it. award once. We were surprised in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, in nineteen ninety nine, before the season that we actually got promoted, where Matt Lawrence won it in the Division Div Two season, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. just shows like yeah. we love a defender at Millwall. We've always loved a defender or a goalkeeper. So. Yeah, but that's because they're generally over. Picture this. You're fully immersed in your podcast because in the back of your mind, you're not trying to recall when that deadline was supposed to be or stressing to keep everyone updated on next steps. MeetMonday.com, a work management platform that makes having peace of mind easy. With Monday.com, all your work lives in one centralized place. You can automate updates to keep team members up to speed and ensure nothing falls through the cracks, even while you're enjoying your favorite podcast. To start your 14-day free trial, go to monday.com. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. I'm I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really going to have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu.
worked, isn't it? Let's face it. Yeah, no, we're, Kitch, yeah, no, it isn't. Kitch yeah, no, won it twice. Yeah, we didn't win it on the bounce, Rich. He did. He won it twice, Rich, but he didn't win it on the bounce. Yeah. We're on about people who won it two seasons on the on the bounce. There's only two players who have done that. This one's a bit more obscure, no. though. Early seventies. Yeah. I'll give you that. Clue, give him, but... Yeah, the, the other clue is unfortunately he died last year. And it's in the early seventies. He played for the club, so there you go. But yeah, I mean, uh, was, Joe's... yeah, but he was a striker. If somebody really wants to get it, yeah, surprisingly, <laughs> actually, Harry Cripps and didn't ever win it. I think it was just before his time that it was introduced. Um, Joe's reply to me saying about defenders always win it is because we're always on the back foot. Fair comment. Exactly. But there's, been, there's been seasons, though, where we've scored... A, a, the season we won the Div 2 title, like we just said there, Matt Lawrence wins the award for playing right back that season, but Neil Harris won the golden boot for the whole fucking country, didn't he? He scored 33 goals that season. Yeah. That's like stupid. Neil Harris, yeah, Neil Harris was on records, fire. Scores was an unbelievable amount of goals. Fire. But he doesn't win player of the season that year. It just shows that we love a defender. And I feel like I've even fallen to that trap. I don't feel I've ever voted for a tackle to win player of the season before. I know no. Morrison won it recently and so did Lee Gregory. But aside from that, like, you know, you, you don't see many attackers win the award at Millwall. And that's probably why Jed Wallace, even though he's been here for five years, will probably never win the awards, you know, because we just love a defender and a goalkeeper, don't we? Yeah, yeah but the way um, that we play, yeah, but the way that we play, a striker will never win it again, will they? Yeah, probably not. Um, no. Incorrect. Nope. And no, nope. incorrect. Try again. If he gets it, I'll be impressed. And and by the way, Posse's still alive. <laughs> but should, um, I think uh, we'll wrap this up and we'll come back to it. If someone gets, we'll give it five minutes before we comment who was the other one to win it back to back. But we should probably talk a bit about tomorrow's lunchtime kickoff on Sky. <laughs> no, I follow commentary tomorrow to listen to. I mean, disappointing. I know. But, you know, we play 12.30 against Swansea City. Kai, what's your thoughts going into tomorrow's game? Swansea have lost their last four games. I think they failed to score in all four of them. They're probably going to win 5-0 tomorrow. I think they'll probably beat us quite comfortably, ain't they? <laughs> um, yeah, I think... Well, I hope not, um, firstly. Um, but, um, you know, they, they're on a bad run, aren't they? And, and you have to feel that at some point they're going to break break this bad run. Just hopefully not tomorrow. Um but, you know, we're going into the game full of confidence. We're going into the game at home, which we've been really, really good over recently, haven't we? We've started to pick up at home, which has been been really good. Um, I'm hoping we're going to edge it. Uh, but, you know, it all depends, I think, on, on his team selection. Will he bring Woods back in? I think he probably will. Will he, will he, will he drop Evans um, at the back and take Pierce out? Can Pierce go three times in um, in a week or, or you know, uh, six, uh, six days or so? Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of questions that have to be have to be asked, but it, it really, I think it really depends what he plays. He plays a 5-3-2 and we play, uh, like we did second half against Stoke, we really bossed the game, we come out and, and we take the game to Swansea. I can't see any reason why we can't walk away with all three points. I can't help but feel it's a natural position to change where Wallace goes up front in place of Sahur and then Sahur comes out and Woods goes in and then there you go, you've got your team selected already. I agree with you. I'd be interested to see if he makes some more changes. I'd love to see Mahoney get given a go. I want yeah. to see Mahoney in the 10. I know it's um, we're in good form. You don't need to change the team for no reason. I understand that. And I imagine the only change will be Sahor out. And then for me, it'd be Woods in. I mean, I'm sure I'll come to Neil in a moment and get your thoughts, Neil, on that one. But firstly, obviously, what's your team? What kind of changes do you expect tomorrow? And also your thoughts ahead of the game against Swansea, a team out of form. But also... Mahoney had the chance of him featuring one day for us. Yeah, is this for me? 
Sorry, I wasn't listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, reading yeah. the twat. Sorry, I was reading the chat. Uh, yeah, well, we all know that the ginger love child will come back in, don't we? He'll return like a bad smell, despite the fact that we look quite good without him in the second half on uh, uh, Monday. Uh, they haven't scored in four. Uh, our record against them at home is shit. Uh, it, I think their last win was in March. Uh, I definitely take Sahor out. I'd be tempted to actually change it around a little bit and to play Mahoney instead of Zahor, play him mm -hmm. in behind, go with a kind of diamond-y thing in midfield. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as long as he doesn't put Woods in, yeah, well, let's face it, yeah, Woods has done about three things all season and those were three decent passes, weren't they? Uh, but apart from that, Absolutely. As long as Should we do yeah, a, a ding, 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 ding moment? Well done to Alan there. He's got it right. Yeah, you Googled it. that, Alan, didn't you? You Googled <laughs> it because there's no way that he. Yeah, well, even I'd forgotten that Alf would have won it twice and I've written a fucking book on the club. In the 72 73 season and 73 74 season, Alfred joins Darren Ward in that list of the only two players to win it back to back. I think it'll be Bart Percy that wins it this year, so he'll be the third player to do that. But We'll see. I want Malone personally, like we said. But yeah, back to the game. I mean, I like the idea of Mahoney coming in. I really do. And I think I agree I with you, Daniel. Yeah. I think there could be a team where, you know, we see Evans drop to the back three, like Kai was saying there. And then you could have Evans, Cooper, and then obviously someone helped me. I can't remember the third central defender. Murray. Murray Wallace, thank you. I don't know why I had a brain fart there. And you could have Woods in the middle in this way with Woods, Woods and um, Mitchell. He had a brain fart. And then you could have Mahoney behind a Wallace. A brain fart? You know, it is a thing, a brain fart, brain isn't fart, it? Yeah. Just about. Yeah, but Kai's learning all kinds of new things today. <laughs> much, much more than he'll ever learn at school, I tell you. Do you know the thing is, yeah, Kai's... Kai's family is probably sitting in the front room watching YouTube going, oh, look, he's, look, he's doing a live stream. And once he comes off, they're going to go, you're not going on there again. That fellow <laughs> with his glasses, mate, he's, he, he's got a potty mouth. What are you doing? Don't be going on there again. I don't want you hanging around with these retrobates. Do you know what I mean? These, these are disgraceful. Do you know what I mean? So... Uh, I feel like we're a fair, we're a fair representation of what Mill's about, though. So you know, let's just say, you know. <laughs> absolutely. So yeah. um, let's talk a bit about Colin Mahoney then, because Gavin's made a comment here: make or break time for Mahoney next season. I feel like it was make or break for Mahoney about two years ago. To be honest, I, I, I love Mahoney. I, I love what he offers and what you can see about him. Me personally, he just he doesn't do it enough for me, and it's a frustrating watch. I keep calling for him to come back in because we miss that creative player. And then he comes back in the side and he plays, and then I realise he's not the creative player we want. That's for me personally. I feel like he can be that missing void if he if he can string together five, six, seven, eight games together towards the end of the season. Here, you know, you got six games left. If he could put six cup final appearances in and show what he's really about, happy days. But you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Mickey, what, Conor Mahoney, are we having him? What, what do you reckon? I agree with you. I think he needs. We need to see him with some consistent game time um under his belt to see what he can actually bring to the team if if as you said you know if he plays every game the rest of the season and then we can get an understanding then yeah great but i think you know the problem is he's been out a while it's you know if he can hit the games running then great if he can't then you know i don't think we've got 
I don't think we've got the games to be able to start playing with players. If you know, if we want to finish as strong as possible, then you know we need to have the best players out there. And to be fair, I'm not Woods. You know, I'm one of Woods' biggest critics, but we did look like we missed him um, on Monday. You really think that? There, I think to a there degree, was a pace yeah. of skill. There was a piece of skill that Mahoney did. I think it was last Saturday, where he pulled a ball back and he switched feet. And I think a defender blocked a shot. Um, yeah, I think he got a shot away. You're right. Yeah, he, he kind yeah, of shimmied in the very, box. And... Yeah. And it was a great piece of skill. And, and I think he's at his best when he's driving at defences. The way we play, I'm not sure it was soup on the Mahoney. I think the problem is with Mahoney as well is like, you know, he's not a grafter in that sense. And, I, and that's not, that's not, I don't think it's his role. So I, I shouldn't criticise him for it. But without the ball, he's not a player that will bust the gut to get back in position. And then maybe as well, I think this is kind of backs up the point what Joe said here. I don't think Mahoney will fit into our new system now, which is a shame. I mean, you know, Kaya, what you, are you thinking Conor Mahoney could be, you know, that option that still could come in and, you know, grow on from strength to strength? Or what's your personal opinion on Mahoney? Uh, I think he uh, he ended last season really strongly, and he started this season quite strongly as well, didn't he? Um, just before he got injured, he he played really well against the in the two 0 win against Luton back in October. Um, he's got a really good goal too, and he, he just looks like he started to come back into it. And I saw a comment actually a minute ago of Jed Bennett and um, Jed Bennett and and Mahoney um, in behind. I think it was in behind Smith that game against. That's the one, yeah, that's the one. Um, in behind Smith against Luton, it was, and and they worked really really well. So he was absolutely right to say there was a they could be a real force because I agree with that. I think. Um, they complement each other really well. It's just whether he can fit into this new system, as you were just saying, um, you know, five three two. It's whether he'll work back because obviously the, the player that plays in behind Jed and Bennett would have to work back and help the midfield as well. So otherwise, we'll get there'll be, there'll be a, lots of lots of um, overload. So it's just whether he can he can he can work work back and 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 bust a gut to get back. And if he can, then I I, I can't see why why he can't play in that number ten. I'd like to think he'd be relishing this opportunity. I think he'd think this position is made for him and he could really come into it and then, you know, kick on and maybe make it his own. But we'll have to wait and see. I think you have some comments here that from a few of the guys in the chat. Um, a loan in from MC 885. Trouble is, if you to play him, you've got to drop Jed or Marlon from um, Richards. I think he probably means Mason Bennett, but I reckon I can see him potentially playing in a three instead of in the two up top, personally. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, he's a bit lightweight from 69 Sane Man. Um, luxury player who doesn't tackle. Gavin says, uh, you know. Yeah, but Jed Wallace is a luxury player who doesn't tackle. Maybe. I think Wallace well. might put a tackle in. I think Wallace probably is more likely to put a tackle in. Um, you know, and then also you've got, you know, Mahoney has some skill on his day saying afterwards, but he also I'm said he reminds him of Kyron Hall, if you remember Paris Kyron Hall. I think Kyron Hall was a bit of a nippy winger, wasn't he, that we signed from Wickham and didn't really kick off under Holloway, did he? Yeah, so, played about a game and a half, didn't he, in about He got injured seasons. straight away, I think, didn't he? Yeah, but he was the player that Hollowoods reckoned was going to get us on the edge of our seats. And if, yeah, but he did get us on the edge of our seats when he got fucking carried off on his debut. Yeah, agree. I mean, so Mickey, uh, another issue we've got at the moment is I'm not actually seeing anything online about it, to be honest. It's Sean Hutchinson. I mean, I don't think he's rumoured to be back. I've not seen anything online. I've seen Matt Smith apparently ruled out for the rest of the season, which could be the end of his middle career. Obviously, Hutchinson missing, you know, how are we going to cope with that, do you reckon? How's that going to affect the team? Because obviously, he's a player that gets on with his business, really, and doesn't really get recognised. But I feel like we'll miss him tomorrow, personally. Yeah, I think we're missing tomorrow. Um, It... He brings something to the club. He brings something to the team and the squad that 
you don't actually know you're missing it until he's not there, do you? It, it, it's, it's definitely a, a, a key part of the team setup. Um, who's going to replace him? I don't know. Um, what they're going to do about it tomorrow, I don't know. I mean, he is definitely one what he is one of those, isn't he? That when he's not there, you, you do suddenly find out that you're missing him because he, he he is gun ho. He just does a job. You put him in, you put him on that side, and you just leave him be, and he just does his job, doesn't he? Hundred percent every day, hundred and ten percent. That's what he does. Um, hopefully. You know, if it's an ankle injury or ligaments or anything else, it's not that bad, and and he's back. You know, before the end of the season. But again, I don't know. I think he actually said sorry. I've seen an article that I found during the week which I missed, but he's saying he's unlikely to play again this season. Uh, doesn't actually detail the exact injury, but yeah, it's it's unfortunate, isn't it? You know, and Kai's kind of goes back to the point. I think one of the guys mentioned in the chat earlier. You know, when we get a team back, the likes of Kifton Bell coming back into the fold, another player goes down with injury, doesn't it? It just seems to be a kind of season where, like, constant chop and change at the moment, isn't it? It seems it's to be non stop, and it, yeah, it seems to be non stop. It seems to be, um, you know, when we win games, they, they can never be sort of a, I think the only game that we won was Middlesbrough, actually, just for the international break. And, you know, they, other than that, there hasn't been any games where we've won. Everything's gone really, really well because someone's always gone off injured or something. And we've got Kifton Bell, we've got, um, Zahor, or we've got all the others back, you know, only Leonard's, Leonard's uh, set to come back and Smith's out for the rest of the season. But, um, you know, it, it seems to be non-stop with them injuries, which is really frustrating. Question here from MFC Ace 85. Who will be captain if Pierce doesn't play tomorrow? Who would you go for, guys? Who, who, who springs to mind? Neil, anyone? that I mean, a comment from Joe is Jed will be captain. I'd imagine someone like Cooper might take the armband personally because it's just a central defender taking the armband. It's been here for a little while. What do you reckon, Neil? I think the most important thing is that we don't play. Uh, yeah, that we don't play Pierce tomorrow. <laughs> I'd be dead happy if Pierce isn't playing because no, because Swansea got one or two nippy players, and they'll be thinking it's buffet time, won't they? Help themselves if he's playing. A uh, captain could be almost anyone, really, couldn't it? Ryan Woods probably because it's his love child. But Jake Cooper, <laughs> I think. <so. laughs> Yeah, but Jake Cooper's a good yeah, but it's a good shout, I think. I think um I think. Cooper's just I think he's he's I don't know if he's necessarily a leader. Wallace is probably more of a leader than Cooper, you know, you could say. And so I wouldn't, you know, it could be Wallace, but I've never seen Wallace take the armband in games before, to be honest. I think Cooper's to You could go for the other Wallace, actually. Murray yeah. Wallace. Murray, I yeah. think he'd I yeah. think he'd have yeah, well, I think he'd have a better shout than uh, Jed Wallace, out of the two Wallaces. I see that Richard said Captain Barr, I'm, I'm not a fan of goalkeepers being captains. They're too far away. They can't get in the ear of the referee, can they, and things like that. Not a fan of that. I think um, Wallace is definitely a player that does get in the ear of the referee as well, to be fair. So you never know. Could be an interesting one. Um, a lot of people agree, you know, probably Jed. Apparently, Coops isn't very vocal from MCN85. Yeah, I mean, he leaves, he's the kind of player that I reckon that leaves by performances. Example. And, yeah, yeah, he leaves he, by he example leaves, him, doesn't he? He leaves by the way he plays and, you know, he, he wins every header. He doesn't shirk a 50-50. He's that sort of leader instead of being a more vocal leader, I think. Um, Gavin reckons Murray's a leader. Um, Barry said Evans. I mean, Evans is a character that I think can be progressing into a leader in the squad. I think, you know, he's a bit early maybe to be kind of coming in. But um, I'm sure Jed was captain once, apparently, from Joe. And he asked Kai, come on, Kai, you're the guru. Uh-huh. 
I think he's fair, got I, here. I don't think I don't know. I can't remember him being captain, but he's not a bad shout because you know, as he, 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 you can see, he likes to keep his standards high. So he's he's never a bad shout. Him or Coops for me tomorrow, or maybe even Murray, as Neil said. You know, it, it, as as Neil said, it could go to anyone, couldn't it? But I, for me, it would probably be Cooper or, or Murray. I, I will get my um, pick. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow's game. I think everyone is as well. I mean, if, if you're not ready, put your team in the comment section below. Just we'll read it out. I think, you know, we're expecting a similar team and a couple of changes, like we said. Woods probably to come back in. Evans drop out of the back. And obviously, then we'll have Jed up front. Um, I wanted to do something a little bit different, which I'm not actually mentioning to the guys here. But, you know, we've got six games left. Oh, I want to ask you, I want to ask you how many points we'll get from the next 18 available. Just oh. to, you know, to oh. put you guys on the spot a little bit, you know. So we play. You are a bit uh, of a cunt, aren't you? Really, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you do really realise that Kai is only sixteen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he has to learn these words. Um, yeah, well, I'm sure that he's learnt them down at Millwall since he's four. It's fair point. It's fair point. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, we've got Swansea at home tomorrow. We've got Brentford away next week. Bournemouth midweek after that in our rearranged game to catch up from COVID. Watford away after that, Bristol City at home, and then Coventry away on the last game of the season. I can see Mickey and Neil both sitting there thinking, "Fuck's sake, why has he done this? Don't come to me first. So in that I case, care. I know what I've, I know what, what oh, I've got. Come on, then, come on, then, Mr. Alexander on the board. How many points am, are you getting from 18 points? I am going for between 12 and 14. Bloody hell. All right. So 12 would mean four wins and two defeats. 14 would mean four wins, two draws, and finish undefeated this season. Yeah? All right. Come on, give me one. Give me one answer. What? Ten. Ten, yeah. Okay, ten from Neil. Come on in, Kai. How many points have we finished on this season? I'll go twelve. Twelve? Okay. Twelve, 12 more points. Twelve so... is quite a popular... Yeah, but twelve's quite popular in, in the chat, isn't it? See, the good thing with twelve is it could be four wins and two defeats, or it could be three wins and three draws, because we love a draw. It's not out of the. Uh, let's be honest. We're probably going to draw. I re- okay. How many? How many games are we going to draw in the next six? Probably five. But you know. You've loaded on a minute, Omar. Yeah. Well, you know, you put us all on the spot. How many yeah. points are we going to get? I reckon we'll have ten, and I reckon we'll finish in tenth place. There you go. Yeah, we can't we'll copy finish. me. You can't copy no. me. Okay, eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we'll finish. I, I, I think ten. I think. I think it's reasonable. I think I'd like to think that if we're not, you know, on the beach by the time we have the last two games of the season, I'd like to think we beat Bristol City and I'd like to think we beat Coventry, although Coventry might have something to play for, which would be a tough game and that kind of scenario to have. And then after that, you know, I think we could beat them. I reckon we can beat players, teams like Swansea tomorrow. See, that's the Millwall I That's the Millwall I Only at Millwall can somebody predict... Yeah. Four draws, he's saying. Sorry, yeah, no, he's yeah, no, he's changed his mind there just before we all started to choke. It's the mill, I know. Yeah, you go. Not drawn any of our last eight. There you go. There's a stat from MC1885. Ten points for Madden. Um, I think Barry went twelve further up. Gavin is saying nine. If we win nine, if we win the next nine, we'll be up. Apparently, Richard Lacey's saying, which is true. If we win the next six and then we win the playoffs, well, you know, you never know. I like Charlie's answer a bit more detailed here. Win against Swansea, draw against Brentford, win against Bournemouth, loss against Watford, win against Bristol City, draw against Coventry, 11 points overall. Well, you I said think... 11. Is that is that? Are you going with that or would you change any of that around for your 11 points in over? 
Well, I think we win tomorrow. I don't, I think I feel confident enough about tomorrow. I know Swansea is in a bit of a dip of form at the moment, and you know they're in a scenario where you know they, they've got obviously four defeats, looking to get out of it, and obviously still revive their chances of going up. But I think we win against them. I think Brentford as draw is a fair result. You know, we always seem to do well against Brentford because Brentford likes to pass it around a lot, and we like to sit deep. You know, and I think. I think a draw against Brentford would be quite fitting. Mm. A win against Bournemouth is ambitious. I, I personally see us maybe drawing that game. Um, a defeat against Watford's, I would agree with, and then win the last two games, and that's where I get my 11 points from. I think I think Watford is probably up and hosed and out there with Norwich, but you never know. I think um, one other thing I'm going to ask for, here you go, lads, another one I'm going to put you on the spot for. One second. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Neil, give me a number between 1 and 40. 37. Okay. There's 40 runners in the Grand National tomorrow, right? So number 37 is going to win for Neil. Kai, give me a number between 1 and 40. 19. <laughs> 19. So 37 and 19. Mickey? Uh, 40. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Where are we? 1 and 40. Where? Come on, just give me a number. Yeah, what's Ryan Woods' oh, I'm going to go 33. <laughs> 33? Yeah. Okay, okay. So 37, 19, 33, and I'm going to say 17. One of them four is going to win me some money tomorrow on the Grand National, I reckon, lads. What do you reckon? (laughs) (laughs) Anyone in the chat got any tips? Let me know. Yeah, but I think Rory McIlroy's got more chance of winning the Masters than you have of winning the Grand National. And he's got no hopes at all. Well, I mean, never say never. I'm all right in the national. No, I'm all right in horse racing. Well, I, I, I do all right, but I yeah, know we rely on someone started asking us for random numbers. Well, na- the, nas- the national for me, right? A bit of fun. What, what are the odds? Do you know what the odds are on those horses or not? On them four horses, I can yeah. give you the odds right now. One second. Oh, this is great. It's going to be it? yeah, but it's going to be yeah, but this is going to be great TV, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're going to be really long odds. Kai, do not bet, mate. Well, while you're doing that, um, <laughs> while you're doing that, we 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 talked about what you call it and what's make what's sure. <laughs> yeah, what's, make what sure you call it, mate. Shut up a minute, for fuck's sake, you pair of cunts. Now listen, I noticed I said pair there, Kai. I didn't include you in that <laughs> in that bit. But right over the next few weeks there will be a a special auction prize to everyone who's watching this during a show over the next few weeks um for a charity auction going to um uh evelina hospital or um demelza charity there's something what i'm sorting out at the moment um with a few bits and pieces and i'll name the, the company that's given me the prizes and the um and the player what's helped me out with them as well. But there will be, there's going to be a limited edition of, of five what are going to be auctioned off, only five. And uh, and one of them we do on here. Um, so over the next couple of weeks, we're, we're putting up. Um, it is going to be a, a one-off as such. There is only going to be five of them and they will be worth having um, as long as everything, what I'm planning with them works. And then, uh, yeah, so... Either next week or the week after, I will announce it, announce a day, and uh, and then you lucky lot can get a chance to win it, but only if you put your hand in your pocket. So you don't that's need to wonderfully bet, vague, that's wonderfully vague, Mick. That is wonderfully vague. That's that's the way it is, I'm afraid. And if you don't like it, tough fucking shit. You need to tune in to get more information each week. I, I might even drip feed it, but no. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Well, we, we decided that, you know what, we want to help benefit some some local charities. We got some bits and pieces from last year, what we couldn't we couldn't necessarily do because of lockdown, but we've got some um we've got a bundle of books what we were given by Michael Calvin and um I've managed to accumulate some bits and pieces and, and spoken to um some companies who've given us some stuff which I will get signed and they will be limited edition and, and we'll auction them off. We're you know, look, we're not doing this for us. We're we if we can use this platform to to benefit some charities what are, are up against it as much as everybody is at the moment. And, you know, their local kids' hospitals, what uh, kids' charities, what probably benefited a lot of our fans' base, uh, kids and, and whatnot, then, you know what, fucking let's do it. I don't care. Well said, Mickey. Well said, man. <clears throat> um, if you're interested in the odds and the four horses that yeah, you guys know, number 37, I think, which is what Kai said, was 80 to 1. So that's the biggest no, of the odds, mate. 80. Yeah, oh, was that you? Was me, yeah. So who was nineteen? Was it you, Kai? That was nineteen. That was me. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. So nineteen is eighteen to one. So it's one of the favourites in the top six or seven. Um, Forty to one is thirty-three from Mickey, and I've gone seventeen because it's my birthday, and that's sixty-six to one. So, well, there's some fair selections there. So you've got no fucking hopes on any of them, is what you're actually well, saying. Well, if you're into your horses, you'd know last week that at the Irish National, a hundred fifty to one winner won. So you know. Anything can happen in the Grand National, so who's to say? Mate, your you missus know. is going to batter you for betting on no <laughs> opus. Do you know? Well, mate, your well. missus is going to come round and she's going to absolutely fucking. Well, she don't you know. Don't hurt her. Well, she don't... <laughs> yeah, but it's only on YouTube now, isn't it? Christ it. almighty. <laughs> um, come on. One thing I haven't also asked you guys for is a score prediction for tomorrow. So, Kai, what's your score prediction for tomorrow's game? And, you know, what's your thoughts going into it, mate? Um, I'm going to go for 1 0. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty tight game. So, once you allow confidence, but it'd be great if we can come out and, and, and sort of, you know, command ourselves from, from the start and, and, and get, us, get, get in their faces. And, you know, because obviously they're low on confidence. So, we, if we can, you know, start quickly and nick an early goal, I think it could, could turn into a couple. Um, but I can see it being a quite a, Quite a, t- a, t- a tense game. Um, they'll try and stay in it as long as possible. Um, but I think we're going to nick it one nil and go with Mason Bennett to get the goal. One nil, Mason Bennett. Neil, what's your score prediction tomorrow's game, mate? Well, considering I think we've only ever beaten them twice at home, uh, both times Neil Harris scored the winner, so that tells you how long ago that actually was. Uh, I'm going to go for, and I'm really bad at these, aren't I? I'm going to go for 2-2. Uh, I went 2-1 yesterday, but I've just seen how bad their form is. Yeah, 2-2. Uh, Banana skin for want, there. But, but I do want us to win. Yeah, but they are a team who are in no form at all. haven't scored in their last four. Yeah, you just know that they're going to get an early goal against us. You just know it. And I think last season, didn't one go in off somebody's bollock or something like that in the last minute? It was pretty fluky, wasn't it? Yeah, you you know that you and Kyle tell me. But, mate, 2-2. And I don't want to be depressed for the rest of tomorrow because it is a stunning day for sport on TV, isn't it? It is indeed. Mickey, come on. What's your score prediction tomorrow? Um, two one. And I think Bennett and Jed are gonna score. Um and if if those of you uh, are watching us on YouTube or whatnot, 
I don't know when it will go live, but if you look at the Swansea, there's a Swansea YouTube channel who wanted a couple of videos from us and um, me and Neil sort of played a prank on him. So if you watch it uh, and have a look and see what we did um, and tell us next week, um, because I don't think the guy from Swansea has even picked it up yet. So um, <laughs> it's, it's quite comical. Um, and I think we yeah, played that's Yeah, but let's admit, it wasn't a prank. We both fucked it up. No, no, it's yeah, a but prank. That's, yeah, but I just put it there. We both no, fucked it up. We both got it wrong. We both thought we were real way. <laughs> don't, worry, the guy, <laughs> don't think the Swansea guy has even picked it up either. Um, yeah, the, the, the Swansea guy hasn't even picked up the text me. So, yeah, we both said that we were going down to Swansea tomorrow to play the game. Um, completely fucking got it wrong. We're turning into Oblivious a to the fact that we're actually at home. We're at home. So, yeah, it just, it, it was, it was a last minute, all of a sudden, get in touch. Can you send videos? I need them now. So, we just knocked them up on our phone as such. But, yeah, it's, um, it, they'd, they'd be up live. Um, worst case scenario, make people check out our channel, I suppose, to see if we talk complete bollocks for an hour on this. But yeah, you know what? Um, it is what it is. But no, I think we 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 do two one. I think the confidence is there. Uh two nil, two one will will be behind. But I said on the video I did it'll be two one, so um that's what cool. I'm going for. What are you going for, Omar? I will go one nil. I agree with Kai, and I'll go Jed Wallace to score the goal. <clears throat> get his tenth goal of the season. I can't believe you both forgot Tom Bradshaw. One of Tom Bradshaw's goals this season in a two-one defeat at Swansea early in the season. So, you know, Tom Bradshaw scoring a goal in open play as well. You know, like I can't. I don't know how anyone forgets that one. Yeah, well, but... international in Wales. Who's Tom Bradshaw? Yeah, who's Tom Bradshaw? Good question. Yeah, exactly. But, um... Yeah, what's our record like on Sky though? When was last? I don't think our record is that. Great live on Sky, is it? Well, we played Especially QPR, at home. We? Yeah, we played QPR on Sky and we drew, didn't we, early in season? Our record for controversial, controversy on Sky is quite high. Yeah, what's the betting that they mention the Derby QPR fiascos? What's the betting that tomorrow no, when, there's on, a, when, there's a, when there's a minute applause or a minute silence or two minutes silence for, um, you know, a Royal Highness, Philip, that fucking Sky will play in booing or something. Do you know what I mean? Recipes to Fred Philip as well before us were out here. So, um, yeah, obviously, thoughts with the Royal Family. Uh, should we end it here, guys? I think, you know, it's one minute past nine. We've gone for an hour. Uh, Kai, as always, thank you for coming on today, mate. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't heard of Kai or seen before, check out Mill Fan TV on YouTube and at TV Mill on Twitter. Kai, thank you, mate. And if you thank you very much for having me. And if you're watching this on Kyle's channel, then we go live on Friday nights, eight o'clock every week. And, uh, and if you hit 500 views on Kyle's channel, then he can come back on next week. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're done. I think as always, appreciate you guys tuning in. Thanks for watching. Some great score predictions in there. You know, 2-0, 1-0. Positivity is all there. 3-3 free, free from Alan as well. I feel like it's going to be a good game tomorrow. Hopefully we can get another win and just keep that little bit of false hope alive that you never know what could happen. And maybe we could see Neil streaking down the blue sooner rather than later. Thanks, guys. See you guys soon. Thank Barbara you.
Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike says she is struggling with her place in the motorcycle community. Well, she says she hasn't peaked yet, but she's having a little epiphany. Okay. Oh, that maybe life itself is the peak. Hmm, interesting. In my experience, I found that. That's why I just translate. Not allowed to have opinions. Got it. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.